now broadcasting on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. It's time for Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire. Join Dr. Rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence, our body intelligence, and our energy intelligence. And now, here's your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. Welcome back. This is Dr. Bart Rademacher. As part of the prescription for your transformation, real people, real conversations, and real success, and also as part of the doctor's guide. And I know I've been out for a while, been traveling, went to uh, Costa Rica to an Envision Festival, really just diving into all these health opportunities that are out there that are really tapping into uh, sustainability, permaculture, and what is most natural. And these are some of the things that I hope to bring to you so that you've got this new awareness of what's actually available for you out there. Because that's been always my challenge, right? You know, classically trained in allopathic medicine and, you know, understanding, you know, molecular biology and pharmacology and how everything is really put together and how we treat with drugs and, and then surgery, you know, only to find out that there's a world of opportunities to help you optimize your health that, you know, most people are just simply not aware of. And I'm just, you know, um, astounded by all those things that I get to learn over time. And one of my newest favorites is this whole DNA profiling. You know, there's so much information about that, but the technology is advancing so incredibly quickly. And we'll touch upon that a bit later on. So this is also part of the doctor's guide and health optimization journey. And today really is about um, IV nutrition. But let's, let's put that in context first. So once again, thank you for listening to me. You know, this is a labor of love. I don't always get to do as much as I would like to, only because I've got my all my other responsibilities as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, but also developing this optimizing health practice here in Sarasota, Florida, as well as Tampa. Really diving into these new emerging technologies so that I can actually share with you my own personal experiences so that that can absolutely help you. So let's talk about nutrition to begin with. And, you know, we've had many conversations about nutrition already and the importance of that. But clearly, if you are lacking proper nutrition, then you are also lacking the proper building blocks to make all those molecules and structures and cells and tissues your body needs to be optimized. You know, it's it's really no different than when you're building your own home and running your own all your appliances, right? Because lacking the proper building materials, you know, lacking the electricity cores, you're lacking clean filters for your air conditioner, your home is not going to be a healthy one. And so that's that's the parallel that you want to consider for yourself. But it's interesting how we actually spend so much more time and money on on fashionable clothes, fancy cars, and on making sure that our nutrition and our environment is as optimum and healthy for us. And so then, as a result of your poor personal choices then, and most other people's, and sometimes my own, obviously, because I'm still learning on all, all these things, and then depending on your own unique genetic profile, you can be at a higher risk of developing a chronic disease. 
that if left unattended, can also create major burdens for yourself and others, including financial ones. Did you know that over 60% of all personal bankruptcies today are actually the result of some type of health crisis consuming all the hard-earned money? You know, and what's more, what you want to know is that by 20, in, in 2019 statistics, they identify that couples retiring at the age of 65 will be expected to spend over $400,000 on healthcare costs, of which three quarters of that, so 300000 can be mostly avoided by making smarter choices. So when we can begin to put into context, you know, the body's ability to compensate, you know, the many innoxious challenges we face all the time. I mean, 200,000, you know, exposures to chemicals every single day. I mean, did you know that? I've talked about that before. But with this limited ability to compensate, you know, we must appreciate that limit of how that body can compensate, correct, and then restore any of those physiological imbalances. You know, once that threshold is hit in our ability, the body's ability to restore form and function, temporary and then ultimately permanent change is going to happen. So we got to keep this in mind. You know, we, we, our bodies are not inviolate. Our bodies are not indestructible. There is a limit as to what our bodies can sustain. And so it's really important to keep that into context. And you may think you've got great genes. And you may think you're doing all the right things. But you will definitely hit a threshold if you're not doing it the right way. So the question we actually have to ask ourselves, at what point... Do we start making better choices in what we eat and what we are exposed to? You know, the truth is that some of those stresses or daily challenges might be really hard to avoid in today's very demanding world. And so these challenges are unavoidable. And then they deplete the body's ability to compensate. Then what are your choices? And that actually is part of the reason or the main reason I have this you know, podcast or radio show is to curate and educate and then guide you on all these different options that you have out there. And that's why for today, one of those choices is IV nutritional therapy. But first, as I always like to reemphasize and, you know, sound like a broken down record, but it's not broken down because it's on purpose, because you, could, you have to remember this. Your first priority is to make smart nutritional lifestyle choices. IV therapy is never a replacement, allowing you to keep on making those bad choices. And the perfect example is to drink so much alcohol that that hangover that next day is so unbearable that you then have to get that hangover remedy with IV vitamins. And yeah, that's one of the popular ones out there. But then again, <laughs> you may want to reconsider, you know, what are you doing in the first place? You know, IV business is pretty much a big business in, in those spas out there. And then before you actually do venture out into this growing you know, rapidly growing business, you know, either as a practitioner, which I'm hoping that you're also listening to, or as a consumer, it's helpful to fully understand what you're actually getting yourself into. Now, as a practitioner, 
You know, I believe IV nutritional therapy is an excellent addition to any practice since everyone can actually benefit from supplementation through IV nutrition since, in my opinion, most people are likely to be nutritionally depleted and don't even know it. You know, some estimates are upwards of 80 to 90% are actually deficient in one or more essential nutrients. And, you know, this is just simply based on, on logic because based on a 2020 study that suggests that only 12.2% of the population has a healthy diet. But of course, many foods today are also nutritionally depleted or deficient. So needless to say, IV nutritional therapy has an important and immediate benefits that practitioners can now easily deliver safely to their patients. You know, with one very important consideration, and that I also mention all the time, ad nauseum, maybe. <laughs> Without having the data, the important biomarkers, you really don't know if you're doing the right thing. Getting your microbiome, that's the gut bacteria, your nutrient panel, that's all your minerals and your vitamins, and then your organic acids at a minimum to understand how those metabolic processes are actually working in your system is absolutely essential whenever adopting any health optimizing strategy. Doesn't matter what it is that you're doing, but you gotta get this data. And you know, there's programs out there that will do some sort of nominal kind of lab testing, which is pretty much useless. I mean, you gotta have somebody that really understands what are the basic or essential things that they have to look at to really understand how your body is actually functioning. But let's get back into IV nutritional therapy. So here are the top 10 questions that people ask about IV nutritional therapy. First, you know, what is it? You know, what is IV therapy? You know, what conditions or illnesses can IV therapy actually treat? How is it administered? You know, what are the benefits? You know, what are the potential side effects of IV therapy? And is it actually safe? You know, how long does an IV therapy session actually last? You know, how often can I receive IV therapy? Do I need a prescription for IV therapy? And how much does it actually cost? So for today, I hope to address all those things and then some. And this is actually going to be part one of two, because next week I'll be talking to a fellow practitioner that's really well invested in IV therapy, has helped different you know businesses set up their IV therapy portion of it, and is very knowledgeable about different things. And so we'll go back and forth you know, talking about some of the details that you're going to want to find out more about um, from after listening to this intro to IV therapy. So... Here it is. Intravenous nutritional therapy, you know, also known as IV nutrient therapy, is a, basically a medical treatment in which a blend of vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and other essential nutrients are administered directly into the bloodstream through an IV line. So the methods actually allows for higher doses of nutrients to be delivered to the body that would be possible through oral supplementation. There's a bit of a nuance that I'm going to share later on about how it's delivered. So if you get real picky about this, then just wait. So, you know, what's particularly relevant is that oral intake must rely on a healthy nutrient-dense food and then the ability to not only properly digest the food, but also absorb it. And this is why IV nutrient therapy can be really helpful. 
You see, part of the problem with today's food source is that there's a lot of nutrient-poor uh, foods, either because the foods have been over-cultivated, so soils are depleted of the essential nutrients, and to com complicate matters, many are also laden with a variety of toxins. And in fact, one study published in the Journal of Hort Science in 2010 found that the average weight of the red delicious apple had inc increased by 2.4 times from 1921 to 2005. And predominantly in the last, say, 60 and 70 years, you know, as depicted by some of those shows in the 1950s, and they had to procure, you know, smaller apples to remain consistent with the times. Really interesting. And then another study in the Journal of Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics in 2014 examined the changes in the nutrient content of fruits and vegetables between 1950 and 1999. And they found that calcium, vitamin C, iron, and protein contents of apples had actually decreased while the carbohydrate content had actually increased. So it's going the wrong direction with the kinds of foods that we're eating today. Here's the thing to consider too. You know, we can live without carbohydrates, but we can't live without fats, protein, and all those essential vitamins and minerals, you know, from our diets. Now, the other issue, again, putting in context and helping you understand the benefits, why this is going to benefit you is that Digestion absorption is an important part. There are many people that consume gastric acid inhibitors. You might actually be one of them. And I was one at one time too. You know, and then you have the elderly who also produce less acid in the stomach. And both of these will have nutritional deficiencies. Why? Because that digestive process is already compromised by the lack of acid and then affecting the entire digestive process from the stomach all the way down to the large intestine. These individuals, of course, will then have nutritional deficiencies. The same thing with a microbiome. That's the gut bacteria. If that's out of balance or if you have a leaky gut, all are going to contribute to nutritional deficiencies. And you'd be surprised how many people actually have these problems and are not even aware of it because they're not paying attention to all these feelings that they have in the gut, like bloating, you know, or discomfort or pain or burping, all these things. They just simply ignore that. Or they're just told that this is normal after you eat the kinds of foods they eat and just take some product, well, I won't mention any names, of course, that will settle down the stomach or supposedly reduce your acid. You know, since over 50% of the adult population is chronically ill, Part of the problem, obviously, is a poor diet that can in part then be mitigated by IV nutritional therapy. So all those docs out there treating sick people, you know, maybe they're missing a great opportunity for both their own business, but most importantly for helping their patients by not offering IV nutritional therapy, which is so easy to implement in anyone's practice. So what does IV nutritional therapy actually address? Well, um, it can address a variety of health conditions. And actually, as I kind of alluded to, probably all medical conditions. 
Yeah, malnutrition, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, immune system dysfunction, gastrointestinal disorders, you know, just to name a few of the obvious ones. But it could also be used to support overall health and well-being, you know, especially those individuals that place high demands on their body, like those super athletes or just regular athletes or people working out quite a lot or other demanding things in their lives. So they can improve athletic performance. They can also alleviate the symptoms of stress, dehydration, you know, as I mentioned, hangovers too. So IV nutritional therapy is typically administered by a healthcare professional, which is a registered nurse or nurse practitioner under the guidance of a medical doctor. And all the states have different rules and regulations or requirements. But wherever you are, you've got to do your own homework to make sure that you're getting the right kinds of treatments from the right kind of people. And that's entirely up to you. And we well know that some people do some crazy stuff that really could, you know, compromise your own health. Now, the process is generally a, a simple one. First, a standard medical intake, intake is obtained. You know, if you're not getting that, then that should be kind of like a red flag. You know, and in that, during that intake, it's really important to share any of the details of your medical history as well as any current symptoms you might be experiencing that can illuminate possible mineral or electrolyte imbalances or perhaps, you know, um, contraindications for having this particular IV therapy. You know, IV therapy is not without various important safety considerations and the medical practitioners must ensure that it is safe for you to receive the specific type of nutritional therapy that you're wanting. In general, IV therapy is very safe. Again, as long as the specific nutrients are within the proper ranges, as I will talk about a little bit later. But even when the ranges are optimum, certain combinations of nutrients may actually cause an imbalance of your current electrolyte levels. You know, for example, the addition of magnesium, you know, may decrease the potassium levels in your blood. You know, it is therefore important to know if you are at any risk for low levels. And then this can be actually determined by your history, you know, which medications you're on, or any current symptoms, uh, or my preferred way is the basic lab test. So talking about lab tests, as I mentioned before, well, they may not be necessary, and certainly most clinics will not actually obtain any labs. I like to insist on getting them, not just the basic labs, but ones that we would want to follow over time to actually determine if indeed you're at optimum levels. Obviously, some of those can be addressed through you know, proper nutrition. But sometimes we do want to boost those nutrient levels for very specific purposes. You see, intravenous delivery of vitamins clearly is a more effective way to deliver them. In fact, at times, the only choice we really want to consider in order to achieve the certain outcomes, simply because we just can't get those levels if we take them orally. Now take vitamin C as an example. The oral route will only deliver a limited blood level while that intravenous level can deliver a much higher level for therapeutic purposes. And we'll talk a little bit about that today. But as often stated, more is not always better. So it's important to customize for specific conditions or outcomes with the understanding of what's exactly happening. Also, as mentioned, 
You know, IV nutrition bypasses the gastrointestinal tract. And any reduced absorption from the gut that you might have, but certainly not a desired permanent approach to optimizing your nutrients. So once again, re-emphasizing the need to make smart choices as far as your nutrition and your lifestyle is concerned. So let me be more specific and explain. For the simple reason that the additives for IV nutrition are the pure and sterile form. For example, let's take vitamin C. But like any mineral or vitamin, they do not work in isolation. The full benefits of any vitamin or mineral is the synergy they have with all the other types of molecules or ingredients, many of which are not even identified in our foods that actually support our health. See, these molecules, they work together. You know, depending on what molecule is surrounding this other molecule, it's going to change the configuration of the molecular structure or, it pres- or, or you know, how it, it's, it shows up in a three-dimensional form. That makes a difference in how it actually affects change in our body. So therefore, I, IV nutrition is best seen as a targeted approach, again, customized and based on the individual and immediate specific needs and goals. And the rest of the time, guided by lab work, biomarkers, and your genetic profile with proper nutrition. Here's the thing about getting a genetic profile. And it might not seem so obvious, or actually may elicit a lot of different thoughts and ideas or specific concerns, or you may already feel that you got the needed information from your DNA services, But my guess is you probably didn't know what to do next. And I will be having a separate podcast on DNA profiles. However, the technology has advanced so much with certain companies that it benefits you to understand the true value of this information. In brief, many companies give you information that's very difficult for you to actually figure out first what it really means, and then second, You know, what easy and affordable steps you can take to optimize your health. There's nothing worse when, you know, the profile says, you know, you're at risk for Alzheimer's. Okay, what then? What are you going to do next, right? And quite frankly, I think everybody's actually at risk for Alzheimer's or cognitive decline just because of the world that we live in. But some are more predisposed than others based on that genetic profile, which when you know what that is, then you can take the specific steps to mitigate that risk and perhaps even completely eliminate it. See, the body has so many backup systems. But unless you know what those backup systems are, you're not going to take advantage of them. So it's really important to work with the right DNA company. So the one company that I prefer to work with is the DNA company as they deliver next levels, not just level, but next levels of intelligence to help you know exactly what nutritional lifestyle changes you need to make right now and how to avoid the skyrocketing risk of developing either chronic disease, you know, degenerative disease like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, you know, other health issues and even cancer. You know, you deserve to have a long quality of life without the burden of disease and also that financial burden. And if you do have an interest in this, you know, best to send me a text at my office cell, which is 
813-884-0160. Just send me a text. I'll say that again. 813-884-0160. Or shoot me an email at my website, Dr. Rademacher, and ask, you know, what how this can be available to you. Yeah, you can go straight to the company, but you get additional support for me, you know, for the same price that's listed on their, their website. Here again, your labs, your biomarkers, and your genetics will guide you towards a precision medicine model. All right, back to IV nutrition. Like I mentioned, it's generally considered to be a very safe process. In a clinical setting, which is optimal, you know, some nurses will also go to your house. You know, once the initial assessment is determined and the customized packet of nutrients or ingredient is established, then the process is simple. And there are essentially three ways for the delivery, depending on the specific nutrients and also the patient preference. So as the name you know, suggests, IV therapy is through IV, right? But injections can be intramuscular. Um, you can also receive what's, receive what's called an IV push of nutrients, and that's done usually over a several minute span or up to about 10, maybe 15 minutes at the most. And then finally, an IV infusion with a cannula placed in one of your veins, usually you know, in the midarm, just around your elbow area. IV infusion will generally last you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to several hours usually with minimal discomfort and no complications. And that difference in time really depends on your tolerance as well as the types of ingredients that are added to it. And some, some need to be done or some need to be given you know, rather slowly. Now, occasionally, due to the higher concentrations of nutrient, you might actually experience some degree of burning sensation around the IV. In that case, you just let the practitioner know and then they can adjust how fast that volume is given. You know, adding nutrients to an IV bag of saline oftentimes is used to help you hydrate as well, since you might be volume depleted. And those are depending on the different conditions that you have. You know, if you're an athlete and want to recover quickly, then this may be a great choice as well. You know, occasionally we'll do a combination of an IV infusion and an intramuscular one, since, you know, certain nutrients can't be combined or are better delivered in the muscle. So whether it's through the IV or into the muscle, we'll also determine the ultimate blood levels, but in general, both are highly effective. This is something that you can always ask. If you've given the choice between an IV or an IM, you know, just ask, you know, which one is gonna support you best as far as levels, as far as comfort, and ultimately as far as outcome. Now, depending on the specific nutrients, you also may experience some flushing, you know, which your practitioner should advise you about in advance. You know, some symptoms might actually include a slight dizziness or even chest tightness. But best to let your practitioner know of any such feelings so that they can make the appropriate adjustments or even stop that infusion. And stopping the infusion would be particularly important if you're actually experiencing an allergic response, which is actually not very common at all. And usually it's due to any of the preservatives that may, might be combined with the different vitamins. So occasionally we will use preservative-free uh, nutrients. Now, not all practitioners are going to be forthcoming with all the information you will want. So here are a few questions that you might want to ask. 
you know, what are the specific nutrients that will be included in the IV therapy? And why have you choose, chosen these particular nutrients? And what do they do? You know, how will the IV nutritional therapy benefit my health conditions and overall well-being? And get really specific with that question. You know, you know, make sure that you are getting the kinds of outcomes so that, you know, you've, you can ascertain what expectations you should have and you can then observe the results. Are you getting the results that you're buying, right? Then, of course, are there any risks or potential side effects associated with the IV nutritional therapy? And again, if they say, no, of course not, well, then that's another red flag. You really got to understand from your practitioner what they can expect and, you know, what they've experienced. You know, what is the expected duration of the IV nutritional therapy session? Again, I share that with you, but everybody has their own way of practicing. You know, how often should I receive a nutritional IV therapy and, and for how long? And I'll discuss that one in particular with the Myers cocktail, which we'll talk about later. Who's going to be administering the IV therapy? You know, what are their qualifications? And again, what are the possible complications that occur, you know, within the nutritional therapy and what do you need to do about it? And then are there any contraindications or conditions that would make me unsuitable for IV nutritional therapy? And quite frankly, you should know what these are in advance so that you can determine if you're getting the right treatments in the first place. The final question you can expect me to have you now ask your practitioners, right? You know what that is. What lab values will benefit me now? And if they suggest you don't need any, well, ask them why. And how can you then determine if you're getting the best treatments without the information about your unique blood levels? And I'll talk about one later. Actually, I already talked about that, and that's the potassium level. If your potassium level is too low and you're getting magnesium, you can actually drop that potassium. So how does your practitioner know what that really is in your case? See, my opinion, everyone should get lab values. You see, IV nutritional therapy can only deliver a limited number of nutrients and specified by the diff different regulatory boards. So without the needed lab work, you might not be getting the optimum results. And I can almost guarantee you that most practitioners don't even get any labs. And you may have to find your own way to get this information. And there are websites out there that you can sign up with to get your own lab work done. But the problem is, is that you then need help interpreting the data. And the docs may not always know how to do that. Now, the cost will vary significantly depending on which nutrients are added. Getting back to the cost for, for um, IV nutrition, right? Uh, they can vary from under 100 bucks to $1,000 or even more. But I think generally, most people are charging you know, between $200 to $500. Insurance companies won't typically pay for the service, but in my opinion, it would be well advised to since it can help <laughs> you be optimally healthy and save save them money but you know i'm not an insurance guy and whenever you work with you with a practitioner you do really want to be clear what the outcomes are and how they will be able to achieve it and the number of sessions that actually will be needed
So let's dive into some very specific examples. Now, the most common one is the Myers cocktails, very well established, you know, uh, choice with tremendous benefits. And the Myers is typified by having the following ingredients: magnesium, calcium, B complex, and vitamin C. Now, it is important to know that while some individuals may experience some immediate benefits, many require multiple treatments over time. It may actually take several months to fully benefit. In any case, a continued conversation with the practitioners to determine if the approach is working and delivering the desired results is a must. And if it's not, then a re-evaluation is in order. Again, you get it, maybe some lab work, right? You know, asking for a re-evaluation is always important. And in that context, you know, let's get those labs. While nutritional therapy can not guarantee results, and we can't exactly claim any of those, and certainly FDA is not going to be happy with that, many years of clinical experience worldwide suggest the value of any of these therapies for the specific conditions that they're designed for. So in the case of Myers cocktail, it has been found to be very beneficial for asthma, for fatigue, migraines, depression, cardiovascular disease, upper respiratory infections, sinusitis, allergic rhinitis, narcotic withdrawal, chronic urticaria, and then athletic performance, but also for hypothyroidism. And that's, that's a really interesting one, by the way. Really because in today's world, I don't think many docs really fully understand the condition of thyroid dysfunction. And really it's a systemic issue rather than in a individual or unique glandular issue, but we're treating it in a glandular fashion such that it's actually counterproductive to the health of the thyroid gland itself. And so some great books out there discussing about, you know, hypothyroidism that you can read then to fully understand and potentially, you know, educate your own doc or find a doc that can actually help you with how to best treat hypothyroidism or thyroid dysfunction. Now, with the IV therapy, again, specific contraindication, you know, for uh, Myers will be then like allergies to the ingredients or kidney disease, myasthenia gravis. Uh, urinary tract infections, uh, digoxin for heart arrhythmias, um, and individuals with a G6PD deficiency. So that's a specific you know, enzyme that would cause all sorts of hemolytic problems. Low blood pressure, and as I mentioned, low potassium due to steroid medications or diuretics. So again, the importance of having a health intake where you're discussing all your medical conditions, all the medications that you have, all the symptoms that you have, will alert the practitioner that there may be a certain contraindication or consideration that they may have. So sometimes it's just about reducing the amounts of the specific ingredients to keep them safe. Now let's talk about vitamin C. Now vitamin C is frequently given with IV nutrition and usually at doses that are considered safe. You know, but high doses of vitamin C have also shown to be highly effective, in which case, again, the proper workup is really necessary. 
but low dose is considered well below uh, 15 grams or below 15 grams. And the benefits of low dose are as follows. <clears throat> it enhances collagen production. It acts as an antioxidant, you know, those oxygen radicals that are causing havoc and stealing electrons from molecules in DNA and causing mutations and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's where vitamin C is really helpful. Um, vitamin C acts as an anti-inflammatory. It's going to support your immune function. It's a support for cancer patients. And I'm, I'm shocked about the fact that so many cancer patients are just not getting these kinds of treatments, actually. And in fact, they're getting nutritional advice that is counterproductive. But we'll talk about that another day. Vitamin C helps with the synthesis and or the production of neurotransmitters. These are these hormones that you know activate the nerves, like uh, dopamine and serotonin. And did you know that 95% of the serotonin is actually in your gut? So maybe we're not getting enough in the system. Um, vitamin C is going to help with the uh, hormone uh, synthesis in the adrenal glands. And then also helps with the production of stem cells. So you can see that vitamin C has a tremendous potential to help restore balance within the body. So definitely, you know, if you're not taking vitamin C, um, get liposomal vitamin C in your, in, in your diet. Um, because unfortunately, many of the vitamin C in ingredients in your food might be deficient or might be laden with carbohydrate, <clears throat> which is one thing that you don't want to have. You can recognize the specific condition that you have and then determine, you know, if vitamin C will actually benefit you. You know, are you a great candidate for vitamin C? And then potentially just, you know, get a Myers cocktail with high levels of vitamin C or even higher levels of vitamin C, you know, once a month. But depending on the actual dose, you know, vitamin C will be combined with other ingredients. So that, you know, again, with careful conversations with your practitioner, you're going to really design a nice plan that's affordable and intelligent for you to maintain optimum health. But again, all the challenges that you have in life. Now, high-dose vitamin C is very interesting. And this is a high dose up to about 50 grams. And again, you know, more is not necessarily better, but really needs to be done very, very carefully. Now, with people that have experience with high-dose vitamin C. Now, this can be used for viral infections, bacterial inf infections, for detoxification of exotoxins, endotoxins, drugs, chemicals, and petrochemicals. Um, what about uh, venom from spiders and insects or snakes? Um, great for cancer supportive care, septic shock, acute pancreatitis. But most of these are typically done in a hospital setting but the outpatient setting can be considered well for, you know, low-grade infections, detoxification, as well as cancer support. The other ones, as I mentioned, more likely for uh, emergency settings. Now, what about B vitamins? Well, they're commonly used either as individual vitamins like folate or B12 or a complex of B vitamins. And the usual indications here are like anemia, neuropathy, fatigue, immune support, neurological disorders, uh, homocysteine metabolism, which is really important when it comes to card your cardiovascular risk. 
If you've got high levels of homocysteine, that's something that you want to watch out for. Then energy production. And B12 is particularly helpful with, say, neuropathy. And that B12 deficiency can actually occur with digestive disorders as well as low acid output. And even in patients with type 2 diabetics uh, or with type 2 diabetes, diabetes using metformin. But here's what's interesting. Many will actually take metformin to help with their carbohydrate and lipid metabolism to actually lose weight. But in the meantime, can cause a decrease in available B12 and therefore anemia and other neuropathies. So again, you know, getting those labs to figure out, you know, the results or the side effects of any kind of health optimization strategy is really important. So B12 is beneficial for asthma, anemia, cognitive decline. As always, I do need to remind the listener, or if you're listening to me for the first time, that any information that I share on my podcast or on my website and even my mobile app, you know, the doctor's guide, all that is designed for educational purposes only. And any decisions made should be done after careful discussion with your health practitioners. And here's the thing. Not all practitioners may be able to discuss that with you or up to date as they need to be. And so it's incumbent upon the listener to find those that are familiar enough with the types of concerns that you have and how to effectively manage them not, and not necessarily just relying on drugs as well as surgeries. In fact, preferably not on drugs and surgery. And too often, the doctor will tell you that a certain procedure will not work. And if that's the case, ask them, what experience, what specific experience do they have to know for certain that it doesn't work? You see, I find all too often my doctor colleagues out there are willing to admit that they don't have the answer. And the safest thing to say to you is that it's not going to help you. I know I've heard this all too often. And in the past, you know what? Full transparency. I've also been guilty of it. Now I just say, well, let's find out what the best answer is. Because I don't know what it is right now. And that is what I attempt to do with all my information sharing. To the best of my own abilities, I have curated the information for your benefit. Now having said that, let's go on with nutritional IV therapy. So an immune complete packet of ingredients, similar to the Myers, you know, with some differences. You know, besides the magnesium and the calcium and the vitamin C, you know, we're giving higher doses of say vitamin B6, as well as, you know, vitamin B5. You know, one is um, pyridoxine and the other is dex dexpanthenol. And then we add, you know, the B complex as well. See, B6 is an important coenzyme for the metabolism of carbohydrates, fats, and amino acids. Actually, B5 is as well. And then the other products that IV nutrition can include is things like glutathione. This is essential in managing oxidative stress. And they got NAD+. Then you also have specific amino acids that act as precursors for neurotransmitters in order to alleviate, you know, low levels. And you also have peptides. Now, the peptides are under close scrutiny by the FDA for a variety of reasons, which we'll not go into for today. But in Europe, 
Peptides are readily available and have been shown in many clinical trials to be highly beneficial from immune modulation, cognitive decline, reduction of inflammation, cellular repair, neurodegenerative disorders, and metabolic disorders. This is where you're going to want to have individual conversations of the merits of the different types of peptides that can be had you know, with your practitioner. Or you can also download my mobile app, The Doctor's Guide, for more information about what some of the options might be available for you. The app can be downloaded from my website at www.drrademaker.com. That's T-R and then Rademaker, R-A-D-E-M-A-K-E-R. And you're going to get a pop-up window. Kind of annoying at times, but it's helpful to get that mobile app you know, from there. Oftentimes, I find it hard to find in the um, app store. I don't know why that is, but it just is. But, you know, this information requires a special knowledge and considerations in order for it to be done safely. And then practitioners must be highly experienced in this area. And the same thing goes for, like, ketamine, which has become extremely popular, as well as other psychedelics. You know, this is an exciting new trend. But as many of these trends, they're... they're getting a little bit out of control and that's somewhat concerning because a word of caution in regards to this type of therapy it really does require a high level of guidance and integrity for it to be done safely and for you to get the outcomes that you deserve now again the listener must be very careful with the clinics you can trust that will guide you in the proper way so i hope this has given you some insights to iv therapy that will assist you to carefully consider this modality, then to identify the right practitioner. You know, most clinics will offer you a simple menu of IV therapy, which I've presented to you today, and like the Myers cocktail, the immune boost, the fatigue or athletic boost, neuropathy, weight loss, or detox. But there are many more advanced types of IV therapies that you might also want to consider. So find a well-established clinic with a great reputation and be prepared to ask the right questions. And don't be afraid to drill in the questions if you're not satisfied. Be bold and ask them for some lab work to be done. Now, some of the lab work might be covered by insurance, but it's a nominal amount anyhow, like five or 10 or maybe $20. You know, oftentimes the very labs that you really want will not be covered by insurance and they're a little more pricey. So expect to pay up to $1,000 to get the most basic yet extremely beneficial data on your health. And this is typically where I start my own patients. They have to have a solid baseline of information for us to make smart decisions that will save them thousands of dollars in the future, especially because you're not using supplements that are not doing even anything for you. So when obtaining these labs, you know, expect a full explanatory report that will guide you to make the right choices for you. But here again, unfortunately, many of my colleagues are not familiar with these labs. So simply suggest to them to look at a company called Vibrant America. You can do that online. You can check yourself. And then potentially they can guide you to a physician locally that does it. So this ends today's session on IV therapy. And next week, we're going to dive into two parts. You know, some of the specific experiences from a wonderful colleague of mine out there. She's a nurse who has done a lot of IV therapy. Um, her name is Camelia Sahat. 
We'll be discussing, you know, the business opportunity for those practitioners out there because he's advised many, you know, practices out there how to build in their IV nutritional therapy, which in my opinion, most if not all practices should have it. I don't care what kind of specialist you are, but this will definitely benefit all of your patients. They're going to get better and your business is going to do better too. And it's really outside the purview of all the insurance companies. So why not support all of your treatment modalities that you're very familiar with, with some nutritional support that will further help your patients get better quickly? Because that's the whole point, right? I would rather see my patients recover quickly and never see them again because they're doing so well versus keeping on charging them because they didn't get the results that they want. Sometimes I wonder that's how the medical system is based, right? It's not the right thing, obviously. So understand that everybody is nutritionally deficient. I mean, I can almost guarantee you, and some people even more so, like vegetarians. I mean, nothing against your philosophy about eating, but truthfully, if you didn't know this, you know, the body um, has a difficulty absorbing and digesting food if you're strictly a vegetarian because fruits and vegetables have specific nutrients that limit your ability to digest and absorb. And you might argue with me on that one, but you know, uh, discover that for yourself. I mean, look up ChatGPT if you want and find that information that way. So having IV nutritional therapy, very specifically designed and customized for any particular objective that you have can be extremely beneficial. But just don't simply rely on that. You've got to take all measures on all the other dimensions of your health so that you can be fully optimized. And again, that's my aim with my, my podcast, uh, the doctor's guide, you know, health optimizing journey, you know, or prescription for your, you know, uh, transformation so that you can make the smart choices for yourself. So once again, I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher. I'll be back next week. And the second part of what we're going to talk about next week is some specific uh, or some other specific nutrients that you can get in IV nutrition. Thanks again, and we'll connect next week. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Join Dr. Bart Rademacher live right here on StarWorldWideNetworks.com or on demand 24-7.